0: welcome to mtg profits this is episode 27 my i'm your host devin and i'm joined by andy hi everybody and uh tonight we're gonna talk a little bit about uh uh basically our our usual we're gonna talk about cards we're gonna talk about news we're gonna throw a few picks in there and um also um before I get too far into it I do want to remember or remind people to check out mtgprofits.com and uh also maybe check out some of our our duels of uh Magic Arena on the YouTube.
1: Yeah, a new one is just just was up there. You can uh check out some I think it was some goblins versus some uh um
0: I think it was your white black one if I remember. Oh, I think so. No. You know, I remember. It was, I remember thinking we had like some awesome battles, and we were like, "Why didn't we record these?" <laughs>
1: yeah, I'll have to go back through and see if we. I got some more that I just haven't got to, so we, we've got more to come. So stay uh, tuned. <laughs>
0: yeah, so definitely check that out, and uh, also check out Profits dot com as well for yeah. more cool information. And uh, I know we've got a couple of news items. Got there, a lot Andy. of the and, uh, news. Uh, the news. Last some here. news so yeah, scouring gotta...
1: deep into the, the interwebs and to uh, <laughs> multiple planes that exist. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Excellent. I think
1: everybody was on pins and needles for, and we, we kind of talked about it a little before, that there was going to be a big announcement coming up uh, at the end of February. And uh, it happened. It happened uh, last Friday, I believe, was the official announcement from Wizards. Uh, yeah,
0: it's, yeah. It's, Exciting stuff. The um, You're talking about the modern stuff? I'm
1: talking about Modern Horizons. Announcing yeah. Modern Horizons. The first set designed to skip standard legality and aim straight for modern.
0: Yeah, yeah. We kind of predicted that one. Yeah, I think. Last I think, week.
1: I think uh, <laughs> who called that one? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, she gets special uh, special pay for that of some sort.
1: Exactly. <laughs> well and it was a twofold uh, on that too. I think you, you called that it was gonna be both a modern straight to modern set and it was gonna be the boosters wow. were gonna be more expensive than normal.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately I, I underestimated Wizard's greed on that <laughs> one. I, I you know, I thought it might be like four ninety nine or five ninety nine boosters, but um that's not nearly good enough for wattsie, so uh they More. Up, least, the $6.99, uh, six ninety nine six ninety nine you know I thought it would be until like twenty twenty before we started cracking those levels, but um apparently uh, Wizards is uh pushing that date up on us so. well
1: what was it the um Gosh. Were the, those master sets was that it? the those ones
0: were nine like, ninety nine boosters nine yeah, so we have seen expensive boosters. We have. We have. This is definitely a trend I'm not a fan of, though.
1: No, not at all. It's definitely been creeping.
0: Yeah. You know, I understand if you're going to do something extra special, maybe, you know, maybe your once a year ultra premium product, you know, but it seems like they're releasing ultra premium products every quarter. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, between the Mythic Editions and the you know, the unlimited, or the uh, Ultimate Masters. and yep. Now they're going to have Event Horizon. I mean, the um, modern, modern Horizon. Yeah. And before so. we, we
1: get too far into our, our discussion here, just a couple quick facts. So it's going to be a modern legal set, uh, set skipping standard. We're going to have new cards plus reprints of cards not in, mo- in modern, minus any basic glam. Uh, it's coming out in June. June 14th will be released. There will be a draft pre-release weekend. Uh, 254 cards. Uh, there will be a buy-a-box as well. You'll get this in stores and online. Uh, and as uh, we mentioned, it's going to be six ninety-nine per single booster.
0: You know, we'll see if that price holds. It'll be curious to see. And uh, the reason I say that is because... You know, technically, uh, Wizards got rid of their MSRP recently. Yeah, And um, it is also my understanding that this will be a print-to-demand set. And um, I don't know if you remember what that did to the previous summer set of uh, Conspiracy 2, Take the Crown. Killed it. annihilated the prices on those cards. So I am uh, curious to see how, how that goes this time around. People avoided those boxes like the plague once they realized uh, uh-huh. that they were print-to-demand set. And uh, this will also be a print-to. This is not a limited edition print set like uh, like uh, the Ma- iconic masters, masters 25. You yeah. know, ultimate masters. This is not a limited print run. This is an unlimited print run. So yeah. basically, when stores want it, they get it. So uh, we will
1: have a, a full supply for quite a while.
0: Yeah, so uh, take it easy on the hype train. Do not buy early. Uh, take it take it slow on that, because uh,
1: I'd be I'd be curious what's the percentage of new cards in
0: here. Me too. That uh, you mm-hmm. know what I I honestly I'm betting low.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't think that many. Maybe ten to twenty percent. Uh,
0: so out of a like three hundred card set, I'm thinking they'll probably print twenty new cards. No. Yeah. And that might even be a stretch. We'll see. Mm. I do not anticipate a huge boost of previously unbe- unseen before cards. I would bet between fifteen and twenty.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair. The and well, they also stated too that it was going to be new cards and reprints of cards not in modern. That'll be those will be pre-modern cards. Those will be yeah. legacy cards. Exactly, exactly. But do you think we're going to see anything? you know really premium there or is it going to be kind of you know lower mid tier kind of
0: you know it, it won't be anything reserve list so we're safe on that we're not going to see anything of high dollar value i would not imagine but um you know it's hard to it's hard to really say but you know we may get some that that may be up there a little bit yeah. but um you know what it is i bet you they they're trying to um to expand into modern, some cards that could that have a reasonable price tag now, but are not currently modern legal. But making them modern legal will jack the prices up. So, so they're, they're
1: forcing the market here a little bit.
0: I I would anticipate that being the case because there may be cards that are in say Legacy that are mm-hmm. that are that don't see that much play, um, and. They, but because they 're slightly underpowered for that format or something, but yep. in modern they would be quite powerful, sure. and their current value may be suppressed to say the four dollar level yeah, but being reprinted and made legal in modern may jack their price up to like twelve to eighteen dollars yeah, and so I think what Wizards is probably trying to do is build in future demand for sure. future reprints. Because those cards will have limited availability yep. and um, because they're, you know, they're currently very limited due to their age and one set won't, um, will sort of c- create the thirst for them and uh, future sets will be able to, um, to cash in on the high dollar value. Uh-huh. Similar to uh, cards like Tarmogoyf and Liliana of sure. the Veil. They, they sell booster boxes, those cards. So, you know, Jace the Mind Sculptor. You know, these cards, even when they get reprinted, they still hold value and they sell boxes. So I I actually think that's probably their goal. They'll take $4 to $7 cards. By making them modern legal, they'll become $12 to $18 cards. And then they'll be able to, the scarcity of supply, say, three years from now, will be able to help them sell boosters three years from now. They're probably playing the long game on that one.
1: Man, it's crazy when you think about it because it's it's basically, you know, you're stacking the deck, so to speak. You're you're creating demand, you're for the uh, the market here by printing cards, uh, older cards,
0: yeah. and
1: uh, you're basically printing money for yourself and, and telling
0: people what to buy uh, through that exactly and the funny and thing is and you're you know, su-
1: setting it up for the future like you said
0: yeah they're trying to like line them up so they because, can knock them down cause that, and, and then on
1: top of that too you're introducing a whole new product line basically because i'm sure this is not the last we're going to see of the of modern horizons and then modern horizons 2 or whatever i whatever the next one is
0: you know I, you're you're exactly right the um uh, they'll be they'll be churning these out, you know. And and as as a side note, um, I will be paying very close attention to the to the booster box prices before release of this product. Yeah. If I can get them at a reasonable price, I will be buying boxes unseen if possible, before they are spoiled. So I want to try to pick up some box action before the complete spoilers are released. The reason being is I think we are due for a very good box. And um, I, I I can tell you why. Because the, the, the first quarter is going to be coming to an end soon. Okay. And by this time last year, and in years prior, we've had expensive box releases, Eternal Masters, uh, Iconic Masters. Actually, Iconic Masters might have been in the fall, but um, I know Eternal Masters was a spring set. Typically, Masters booster boxes come out... Uh, right during quarterly earnings report time, a little bit beforehand, so that they can report good earnings. So this Wizards is a, an has,
1: attempt to to raise their earnings. Absolutely. At the end.
0: Wizards has not had a knockdown, you know, bang-up, huge no. money-making product the entire first quarter of 2019. No. This will be their moneymaker for this quarter. And they will want to move boxes, and I actually anticipate the quality of the reprints in this to be relatively high. Um, so I, I think I think this is going to be a Modern Masters 27 uh, experience for us. Uh, where I don't know if you remember, but the original Modern Masters was, was was loved. It was 6.99. It was a limited product. Cards in it were good. People loved it. They sold off instantly, and uh, they never restocked and um that was the start of the modern era and um it was the first time Wizards supported modern really as a um a sanctioned format and uh, and promoted it as such and then uh i want to say that was in 2013 i believe okay. and uh in 2015 they came out with uh modern masters 2015 and it, by all accounts at the time it was a relatively high uh, disappointment it was yeah. um Unfortunately, poorly received because the prices of the boosters were higher. They went from $6.99 to $9.99, so it was a little bit more cash grabby. And (laughs) um, on top of that, the reprints were not as good as they were in the original Modern Masters. So it really flopped. uh, Stores had it for sale for very long times, and um, it was not a well-received product. Wizards did not uh, sell it nearly as many as they wanted to. They made a ton more of it. Yeah. and uh, it sat at below msrp for for years and um and then uh, comes along 2017 and they realized they didn't want to have another flop like that again mm. and uh modern masters 2017 blasted past all the uh, expectations of card quality they had the MME fetch lands they had yeah. expensive mythics, expensive rares uh to this day that is considered a very high watermark for uh product releases mm-hmm. and uh they sold like gangbusters and uh i am anticipating a similarly awesome product release for <laughs> this modern horizons Do you i think, think though that's going to be affected though because of the basically unlimited supply the print to demand i think will hurt it but i still think they will be i, I think there will be good cards printed in that set I'm, uh, I'm drawing my line in this. You're saying we're <laughs> predicting good cards. I am predicting good cards to the point that I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and I I anticipate buying at least at least one but probably two boxes in anticipation. What do you think is
1: going to happen to the modern cards the existing modern cards that are become reprinted?
0: You know, the price is going to
1: drop or are they going to stay basically the same?
0: You know, it seems paradoxical. It really just depends on the demand of the card. There are certain cards that they just have very high demand, and they are just highly sought after all the time. And, um, and those are, you know, the, the Snappies, the, uh, the Lilianas, the Tarmies, the Mind Sculptor. And um, how many times did they reprint Tarmogoyf, and how many lot. times <laughs> did it not affect the price? Finally, yeah. I think after the fifth reprinting, it it's starting to yeah. have an effect on the uh, the value or the price of those cards. So there are cards that just hold their value. And um, so, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I would say take it easy on the singles prices, because as is almost always the case, when these things first come out, the singles prices do do drop precipitously yep. shortly after release i think they will eventually climb i do think that there will be some value in these boxes so uh we'll see before we get it before we get the release i'll i'll have a sense for what i want to pay per sure. box but um and i'll announce that before i purchase my boxes as well so but um i do think we're going to see good cards uh, that i am relatively certain of i, I would not bet well I guess I would bet money on it because I'll be buying boxes, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we'll see how that goes. But uh, that, that's my prediction for the quality of the reprint. Well, it'll you be know.
1: interesting to see how that uh, this happens. I would unfold, so to speak. I, I I would I would hope for some good ones. I mean, we we don't really know a whole lot so far. We two new cards were spoiled. Yeah, like Wild therapist and Sarah B- the
0: benevolent. And we've seen Sarah for. Forever yeah. basically, you know this is kind of neat to see the Sarah in Planeswalker form. I think those are good representations of cards that old school players want to see.: Yeah, you know, that cabal therapy is a throwback to um, or the cabal therapist is a throwback to the cabal uh, the cabal therapy, I believe, was the actual card and, yeah. um, and uh, you know, great card, it, It's like cabal therapy on a stick, and yep. um, it's kind of exciting. And, um, I mean, and then the Sarah, you know, the um, the Planeswalker version produces Sarah Angels, which is you awesome. Know. So I uh,
1: kind of thought she'd be an angel herself, or, or maybe more angel-ish, <laughs> I guess.
0: Yeah, I don't
1: know. Uh, but I, I don't know the whole backstory with Sarah, and I'm sure she was a Planeswalker who was great and all sorts <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> I mean,
0: um, yeah. But, I mean, it, like I said, it just harkens back to the, the original Sarah Angel, which at, for the longest time was a pretty powerful sought-after card. Absolutely. You know, I remember back in the day, it was like, it was consistently a $2 card, you know? Yeah. And now we think $2 is a lot, but or is cheap. But back in the day, $2 was like, whoa, right. look at that, $2, yeah. whoa. Yeah. You know, I remember it was that and Counterspell. They were interchangeably good at the time. Yeah. That was amazing. So it looks like previews aren't going to start
1: until the end of May, so we we've got plenty of time here before we really get more info on that.
0: Yep. Although we all know that Wizards is about as tight as a sieve when it comes to retaining their uh retaining their secret I'm sure so there will
1: be, yeah, some spoilage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll see what uh, we'll see what uh what comes of that. Actually, absolutely. Yeah. I, I do like modern. I like that they're continuing to support it. I like the idea of non-rotating formats. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Curious to see how that goes on uh, MTG Arena too. If they're gonna, what they're gonna do with that? Yeah, is it gonna be on there or not? I, I would,
1: I would guess not. But yeah.
0: uh, let's see. <clears> throat>
1: curious because
0: <throat> they don't really have any f- support for that now. Like everything is standard legal.
1: Yeah, yeah, are they
0: really going to go back and and you know start
1: adding other formats and adding more cards from previous sets
0: and you know it's kind of curious to see what they do with that because I I would think that they would have to embrace it to some degree because Imagine all your cards now that you have an arena, and they're all going to be rotating soon, or at least yeah. a lot of them will. All the Exelon stuff. Absolutely. You know, that's going to, the Dominaria stuff, like, all that's going to rotate, and people are going to be like, whoa, what do you mean I can't use my cards anymore? hmm You know? What do you mean I got to buy all new ones? Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I, I wonder, you know, they they're still continue to, you know, uh, support Magic Online, but... You know, is is Arena going to eventually supersede that uh, in, the, in the future? Oh, I'm,
0: I'm sure that's their plan.
1: And then the other part of that, though, makes me wonder, is there going to be then some sort of, you know, more of a price component added to Arena? You know, some more heavy emphasis on the pay-to-play, or is the model going to stay the same?
0: I think they've been tweaking that for some time, and I think that maybe they they are somewhat satisfied. We'll see. Although, you know, it's hard to slake wizards thirst for money. So
1: yes, because then once once they've got you
0: in their hold, yeah, they, they are to squeeze a little bit. Yeah, they're a, a, a insatiable beast exactly. for your dollars. <laughs> exactly.
1: And in an online format, it's you know almost free money there. So exactly.
0: I'm uh-huh. sure Hasbro is like wizards. Do it. For, do it now. Your money. Print it, We want it for our quarterly reports. We need you to, push uh, out that Modern Horizons. You pump, you pump that arena full of, full of juicy goodness. Absolutely, more cards, more gems, more everything. <laughs> <laughs> pump it until to, she's full to bursting. Exactly.
1: We need to make more. <laughs> Excuse me. we need to make more premium alternate Darth Vader models with new hand grips. <laughs> call it an even
0: bigger profit. <laughs> That's funny.
1: Oh, goodness. Well, we talked about uh, modern, but uh, there's also still news and Standard. There's still things going on and, and products there, too. We we kind of missed on it from a week ago or so, but uh, just this past um, week or two ago, on the February 15th, uh, were released the uh, Ravnica Allegiance Guild Kit. And yeah, this was yeah. five pre constructed decks from each of the five guilds in Ravnica Allegiance, which mixed up some old cards and put in some new cards too uh well new cards from Ravnica Allegiance um, the I guess the big note on this one is that there's some alternate art uh cards on there from the old uh, uh Guilds of Ravnica. Oh, the old guild cards.
0: Yeah, wow. they look pretty good, too. Some of them look looking really good.
1: I, yeah, I totally agree. I like the Elder It looks great. Uh, I'm looking at this R- Rurik Thar, the Unbowed. I think he looks really good. I always liked him as a as a card to begin with. Um, yeah, art's looking good on him, too. Yeah, he looks good. Rakdos looks good. Um, and I really like the old Rakdos so much better.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. The hell
1: I mean, yeah. The Hellbent. and even even his old version now, you could really pull that off so much more easy with the spectacle and all that, with all the spectacle related things. Oh yeah. Um. What else? Uh. So yeah. So we got those. The the guild kits come with a, a set of basic lands adored with a special guild watermark. They look extra fancy and pretty. Um, as far as the value on these, I, I didn't think anything was really jumped out to me as far as, um, you know, unusual cards or cards that were really super expensive. Where you were just like, wow, what a deal. Yeah, I'm like, wow, you gotta get that because it's so expensive. I'm like, not really. I, I didn't see any really standouts in this, um... A couple things that I liked. I mean, I, I honestly, just on a personal level, I like the Gruul deck the best, uh, just because I thought the overall cards and card power level was the highest, maybe. Okay.
0: Um, looking at the, I the you kind of like Gruul in general. Yeah, the Gruul's kind of fun. Yeah.
1: Um, the Savage Born Hydra, that's a good one. Great card. Um, you know, that's a couple dollar card. Um, I want to say Burning Burning Tree Emissary was that up there. Oh gosh. I can't remember. Mm.
0: It's dollar wise, I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Um what else? Not not like I said, not too much else that was really stood out on that.
0: Uh on the the land, too. I might want to mention that, that the nice watermarks on those lands. Yeah, there's a
1: nice watermark on nice. all of those lands. So just on, you know, even even the basic lands, and then you can even see, like, on the uh, the guild gates as well, there's uh, the watermarks on those, too. Um, so that looks nice. Um, the Orzhov deck. Um, I remember I, I'd have to check again, but uh, it does include a, a Debtor's knell. I know that used to be a high one. Uh, I'm not sure if any more oh, I think probably drop probably due to the reprintings. Uh <laughs> mm, take a look. There's no. We're very prepared as you know. Uh Tutters <laughs> No's going time. for a uh, several dollar card. You got about four well, about five dollars now. So not
0: not terrible.
1: Yeah.
0: How much is the uh, smothering tithe? For some reason that one seems Oh, that's the brand new one. Uh, it's not yeah. ten dollars. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought it was more than that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, the other things
1: really not, not, uh, you know, not super impressive except as far as value the dollar, the card. dollar value for these cards.
0: Um. You know, have you ever actually seen these for purchase? I've never actually seen them in stores or anywhere.
1: You know, I think I did, because I, I was like, oh, guild cards. But, I, you know, I really didn't even pay it a, a second thought, <laughs> honestly.
0: Yeah, I, it's funny. I, I haven't seen them in retail, <laughs> although I, I never
1: – I don't know. It,
0: it's an odd thing. I, I, I just – don't remember having ever seen. I
1: this. know too. I don't know if you've seen this too. Sometimes with the stores, at least some of my local bigger stores like the Targets and, and WalMarts and that, they don't get them right away. Like if they say it releases February fifteenth, the earliest I'll actually see it stocked in the store is a week later, or and sometimes longer. Okay. So. It could be. I know I don't always see them, you know, for purchase uh, right away.
0: Yeah, I just don't really remember having seen them, and I don't really, I don't really frequent the, I guess the, the card game shelf in my in the large, the large stores, so I, I just never see them. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the last time I did that was when I was flipping those uh, commander decks, where yeah. you, like years ago, where the mind Seas deck was like thirty four bucks and you could sell it for like sixty instantly. Um, that was the last time I really looked hard in my in my uh, like WalMarts and Targets and that. Yeah. yeah. it looks like the decks are going
1: for what, about twenty five dollars or so. Okay. It seems about right. Uh, yeah. Like I said, no, uh, at least for me, no, no real standout uh, cards on here you know I, I think though i although the the one thing i would consider buying out of these is just the alternate art versions of some of those um yeah like the Ractos and the ruby star so. yeah I,
0: I do like i do like some of that alt art so yeah i think the spheres awesome too maybe yeah the lands look pretty nice too you know what the lands it's starting to get the, the the awesomeness of our land base is starting to get so much better now because we have so many full art options nowadays. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the the unset, the recent, you know, release of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, and they, I, it seems like they're doing so many special things with lands. It's sort of losing its charm as a special product.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I ain't
0: mind on it. But, um, that's kind of how I feel about it. No, but... I that and a lot of times, like for your best decks, you, you don't have a whole lot of st- basic lands. You yeah, know? you're sitting there like going through your mana base, and you're like, "Wow, I only have like four basic lands in this deck." <laughs> you, know? you know, I don't really game.
1: have that problem. I'm usually like eighty, ninety percent basic land, <laughs> very little like special lands. Gosh, to I keep I it don't to know. a very strict budget.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear you on that one. I, I do. They do usually, you know, i usually try to keep my ducks under 20 bucks, like almost always. So, yeah. but uh, I have so many freaking cards. Like I have like a box of just lands. Uh, you probably do the same. Oh, thing. absolutely. I Every time I get a special land, it's going in that box. So I bust out the box and it, there's over a thousand lands in there. So it's like, oof. I'll usually find some special ones to throw in there, but. Mm.
1: So yeah, so I'd say you know maybe pick up the the lands or some of the alternate art ones, but otherwise go oh, go ahead and pass yeah. on that unless you really are, you know, looking for some some
0: memories. <laughs> exactly, yeah. The other
1: uh, news item I have we were talking earlier is uh, just kind of a fun item. We we get some fun items in here, but this is still finance related. Um, You might have noticed on Arena a couple weeks ago, there was an event and uh, there was Danny Trejo in the event and he was featured uh, playing against another, I I don't remember the, the player's name now, another competitive Magic player and when you played in the event, you would kind of play as Danny, and you see his little faces, your icon or whatever. <laughs> but uh, apparently, he, this has been expanded, or has already been expanded in the in the process, where uh, he himself uh, is now selling autograph magic cards on his website. <laughs> so this really the heavy, the heavy advertised one was the machete, the trusty machete. That was back from Zendikar, uh, I think it was. And, um, uh, obviously to, to reference his movie, Machete, where he was chopping up people with the machete and, you know, fighting the bad guys who wronged him. <laughs> uh, so you can, it's, it's out of stock as of this uh, podcast. Uh, but this, it's kind of funny to think because this card is, is what? It's a super cheap card if you were just to purchase the card itself. Probably like
0: 15 cents or something. Uh,
1: I would agree. Let's see what you, if you're right. And the price is, oh, you're, you're, you're wrong. It's cheaper than that. <laughs> <laughs> 10 cents if you wanted to buy the trusty machete from, uh, Zendikar. But if you want the official Danny Trejo autograph on it. That's thirty dollars.
0: Oh my
1: gosh! (laughs) So that's a twenty-nine dollars and ninety cent profit (laughs) for a day. Wow! Which which seems like a pretty good deal for him.
0: (laughs) Holy cow! That is uh, (laughs) that is some stuff right there. Yeah. It's funny. I remember, um, golly, a while ago, people went crazy with, um, oh God, uh, Rudy from Alpha Investments. Yeah. You, you, they had a, um, at, uh, GP Vegas a couple of years ago, they were selling cards that he signed for $5 a pop. And, um, but to, what they were doing was they, they had an actual, they had a, they had hired a, a person like a photographer Yeah. and, uh, she would take your picture with him
1: okay. and he would
0: sign your card and he was charging five bucks and people went crazy being just aggravated saying, Oh, he's ripping everybody off, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, to the point where he even made a video, he was like, look, he's like, this didn't make me any money. The amount that we paid, you know, Jennifer or whatever her name was, the art, the, uh, the photographer yeah. was like 300 bucks. We made like 380 bucks on these cards. Sure. You know, it was like, but people were going crazy. Like, Oh my God, you're just ripping off the community. And, People are just going nuts over it. And here you have JD Trejo, like, I'm going to sign a card and uh, sell it to you for 30 bucks. Yeah, that, that's And, and people that's think, funny. oh, that's so cool. Oh. Well, what the hell I is the difference? Him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in one case, you're getting your picture next to the dude who's like a YouTube guy, you know, and he yeah. has one of the a higher YouTube views by, sure. uh, I imagine it's probably him and Brian from Telerion or whatever. But uh, they're probably the top uh, YouTubers for magic, yeah. and it's like, oh, you get your picture with him, he signs your card, you give him five bucks. What the hell's yeah. wrong with that? I don't know. I think that's totally.
1: Post. I think it's a reasonable price. I and, thought
0: so too. You know,
1: if you want a little something special, you know,
0: uh, yeah. fine. I thought that was very reasonable, and people I were really mean, up in arms.
1: I don't think there's any need to get upset about this. I mean, no one's forcing you to do it. They're not taking advantage of you. If you want to participate, participate. If you don't want to, then don't. I, I don't think there's anything really to debate
0: about it. <laughs> exactly. I think it's just the the community's general hatred for him that drives that. Um, well, that yeah, I mean that's a, drives that a, a, an excuse, uh, I guess, yeah. to,
1: to attack him. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I, I mean, I think it'd be kind of fun to have a a, a magic card autograph by Danny Trejo and be like, you know, put it in your
0: deck or something and be like, look at this, this is my my Danny Trejo machete. Oh, I accidentally uh, got urine on it somehow. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> uh, you would have it um, on that sucker all uh, all, all uh, sleeved up and everything. No, I just mean like because you peed on it on purpose. Oh. not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, after I paid 30 bucks, I would. <laughs> oh, but fun. kind of similarly, I, he's also selling – now, I understand the machete. There's a loose connection there. But he's also selling several other cards as well. He's selling... Dude, look, damn, I ran out of the machetes. Yeah, I need more I cash. Uh, no, I don't know why these are for sale, because they don't seem to have any relation to him. But uh, we have the Merfolk Assassin, Dawn of the Dead, Gigantosaurus, Kamal, Council of Allocation. I don't... I assume that's a Commander card. Uh, Osworn Vampire, and the Butcher's Cleaver. Maybe a loose connection on some of those? But, like, Merfolk Assassin. Uh, I don't, I don't get that one, but uh,
0: yeah. Uh, but all of
1: those minimum price is thirty dollars.
0: Oh my! And
1: up <laughs> thirty to forty dollars.
0: Oh on. boy! Oh
1: my goodness! I mean, hmm. <laughs> well, good for him, I'd say, for trying to make some extra bucks off something weird.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I guess so.
1: I mean, I don't know. It's a stretch, I'd say. Merfolk yeah. Assassin. Currently, Margaret Price. What's your guess? Which one is that now? Which uh, from the Dark.
0: Yeah. Oh, my. From the
1: Dark. Yeah. He, it was a story target creature that has Island Walk. He's too blue. He's a one-two
0: Merfolk. Gosh. Uh, I'd say, well, since he's from the Dark, my guess would be, is he an uncommon or is he He's uncommon. Uh, I'm guessing he's seven bucks. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Try much, much, much lower. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I
1: will tell you, it is under a dollar.
0: Thirty-five cents. <laughs> uh,
1: about twenty-three cents.
0: Wow, okay. You're lightly played. <laughs> I was just, wow, okay. I was just thinking, almost everything from the dark seems to be creeping up.
1: A lot of that stuff is creeping up. This one,
0: uh, not so much. Funk and hits.
1: <laughs> Ocean. <laughs> uh, Danny Trejo making the the cash. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I guess why not? you know sure, sure um speaking of cash and cards, uh this came out a, uh, a week or two ago um about card hoarder and uh, the loan program that they have so now through card hoarder card hoarder, you can rent uh cards for magic online. So well, yeah, you want to play an a interesting card? concept? Yeah. yeah, you can you can spend. So basically, it's a well you can think of it kind of as an unlimited subscription service where you pay a certain amount and per week, and um, then you get access to uh, uh, cards of a certain value that that goes up to your subscription value. Okay, uh, so. You know, so you can change your deck all the time and swap it around. Uh so to give you an example, like for a standard um for a typical deck price, let's say less than fifty dollars, you would pay a subscription cost of a dollar and a half a week, uh, up to maybe six dollars a week. Okay. So you're talking at most for a standard format deck rental, maybe thirty six dollars <laughs> no, twenty four dollars a month.
0: And that would allow you to switch decks as well.
1: Yeah, you can swap out the cards at any time. It's almost like a, like a library system sort of where your the card has a, a certain value and you can retain a uh, a full deck up to a certain value.
0: Yeah, you know, so I could swap if, this
1: dollar if, card and, for a different dollar card or whatever. It's
0: a, it's a really good idea. If I was actually grinding around on MTG Arena and or not Arena, MTG online mm-hmm. and uh, was actually actively playing but not actively trading and doing the bot trades and actually yeah. buying the cards. That'd be a great way for you to stay in standard continuously. Sure. For a relatively low fixed cost, you know.
1: That's not a bad idea. Uh, I mean, like you said, you can, you have your choice of cards and decks. You just can swap at will, uh, make new things, Um
0: uh, yeah, pretty I good. Kind of interesting. Kind of interesting.
1: I'm, I'm kind of surprised that something like this hasn't happened be- before.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, we we talked about it in uh, actual in store locations. My locals started doing that. I don't remember if you're yeah, you, I remember it, you told me
1: yeah. about that. Yeah, they
0: were charging uh, eight bucks for a for a rental of a of a six hundred dollar deck or something.
1: I mean, I think it's a great idea. Uh, why not? I mean, I think you you if you want to play a game, you know, especially a, a game like this, like Magic Online or a card collecting game, you want to play and you want to have competitive cards. And, you know, I could, you could spend money to, to try to get those cards. Um, you could try to grind through it and try to get win cards. Uh, but I think, you know, a lot of people would just want to start and play and have, you know, good cards to play with. And, you know, why not just go right to that instead of have to, you know, take the longer route so. Um, I think it's a interesting, interesting
0: concept. Yeah, I think you're, I think you're right. I think I realized I just had my mic on mute. Yeah, <laughs> cause I heard nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking. I'm like, damn. I'm like, he's not saying anything. Is he gone?
1: <laughs> oh man, great. I'll just uh, keep talking the rest of this
0: episode. <laughs> Podcast is all yours, Andy. Take yeah, it. Yeah, I away. guess so. <laughs> I think I'm you, sitting uh, here
1: talking, I'm like, wow that just did some sort of blink effect here and uh
0: <laughs> co host has been removed from game. Apparently. One. I I'll there Return to return return <laughs> to the podcast at the end of the podcast. Exactly. You'll come back for <laughs> the, the, beginning uh, the, of the outro. End. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, Oh my goodness. That's so fun.
1: uh check out Card Hoarder, maybe get that. Uh another option for you. Um you know, I
0: think it's great. I think it's a great idea from a finance sort of you point of view. You know, I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't do that sooner, and it seems yeah. to me that would have been a great idea for them, like, historically. I, I just can't imagine. Honestly, I just don't know how strong and how vibrant the MTGO community is after anymore. I haven't logged on in God knows when.
1: Last uh, yeah, time exactly.
0: On sell all my, bo- all my cards to bots. <laughs> so yeah, at least all my cards worth more than two dollars or whatever. And I think I
1: just, we've we've seen that already now that the the hit that the Magic Gathering Online has taken, you know, from other sources and particularly as as noted from uh, Arena. Yeah. Um, so
0: I'd imagine that bleeding is going to continue. Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: I think it's still still going to be stuck right like a, a stuck pig, like yeah, just for a while
0: gushing until it dies. Yeah. Well, it's a shame. Yeah. Well, imagine what a shame that is if you have say $5,000 of online cards and there's no one to play with anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my exactly. god. And there's no market for it. You can't do anything with it because they're just, you know, and and oh my gosh, how brutal is that?
1: Well, you do know? they still have the uh, the deal where if you get the full set, you can trade it out for the physical cards? You
0: can, but the, you you have to do that within a very short time window now. They shortened the time window from like 18 months to 8 months or something. I mm-hmm. think like within you basically have to do that while the just shortly after the cards leave standard. Okay. So if you've got cards that are like 2 years old in there, you're done. Those cards are not convertible. So I guess your only uh,
1: option maybe is to sell the old stuff, so get the new stuff, and then trade that out. Yeah,
0: but imagine selling the old stuff at you know twenty cents on the dollar value. Yeah. How, how brutal does that feel? Oh, Terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, taking yeah. a
1: huge loss on it. Yeah,
0: it's really a shame that the Wizards hasn't figured out some way to help people transition into Arena. Yeah.
1: Know.
0: So. Or give them yeah some sort of some sort of conversion offer or something something you know like oh we'll give you a hundred thousand gems or something you know yeah exactly Exactly. something just uh, but i guess why give it to them when they'll buy it anyway yeah yeah yeah, you've already got them so yeah oh well Hmm. i'm crazy I know, in, uh, in a somewhat unrelated, uh, I guess unrelated to magic, but related to card game news. I've been, uh, I pay attention to the Force of Will community a, a bit more because I, sure. I enjoy the game tr- immensely. They've had a, a, a like riotous shakeup of their uh, corporate structure. Uh, apparently, they're a privately held company called the Force of Will Trading Card Company, and mm-hmm. um, they had an ouster of their CEO. His name okay. is. Like, A.G. Nakamura or something like that. And uh, he's been at the helm of the game since the game's inception and, uh, you know, has a tremendous love of the game and everything. He's kind of like the the game's co-creator and um, apparently he was uh, ousted at the company as the company was being sold to another third-party company. Oh, my. Who is as yet unknown. So uh, Ah. it's it's kind of been very quiet for the last, I guess, month or so about that. And... um, during that same time, they uh, they canned their global global liaison, who was like their English-speaking representative, who oh, wow. you know people could ask questions too, because I guess he was the the right-hand man of the CEO, who was, uh who was ousted. So yeah, kind of curious to see how that goes. I hope they don't somehow ruin that game. Hmm. Like, it
1: doesn't you know, sound uh,
0: doesn't good sound good. good. No, it does not. But uh, although you never know, I mean, look at how wh- how uh, Magic is done once uh, Richard Garfield was out of the picture, you know. Yeah. So Richard Garfield was the creative soul of the game, but um, wasn't you know the game didn't really take off until it was you know essentially commandeered by more corporate minded people. Yeah. So so you never know how that's going to go, but it sure doesn't seem good. <laughs> you no, know? no. So. I I hope they don't ruin that game. Freaking love that thing. Yeah. So even though I don't get to play that any more than I play magic really, I still I still enjoy it. Like, <laughs> it's funny.
1: There's no questions on those cards if it's a woman or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it You're is... right
1: about that. Well,
0: I... obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no uh sexual ambiguity there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although there are a couple of trap cards that uh, seem to be maybe somehow maybe the gender bent uh, character
1: could make a case either way. On. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you wouldn't see that art on a magic card, that's for sure. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know that reminds me, and I haven't looked into this a lot either. But um, speaking of other card games, the Key Forge is—I uh, believe—they're releasing their new set.
0: I believe uh, it's all. Has it been released? Has, has it released, or it's either
1: released or is about to release?
0: Yeah, I think it's about to drop. And um, the news there was that um, it's all the same. All the same, uh, or no? All. Oh God, I don't want to get it wrong. It was, I believe. All the same clans, the, uh, just with new stuff, but a lot of reprints from the first one, which made people upset. Okay. So uh, apparently like a, like a very heavy reprint percentage, like 50 or 60%. We'll, oh. I'll, I'll nail that. I'll nail that down. I'll nail that information down because it just cursorily I read through that during uh, when I was perusing the Reddits, so... Uh, people were very, I guess, displeased at the very high reprint concentration percentage. Yeah. So that'll be curious to see. But uh, we'll have more news on that. as Yeah, uh,
1: we'll talk more about time that around.
0: and uh, what's going
1: on with KeyForge. Forge. Yeah. Um, very and good. The, uh, the only other last uh, bit of news I had, we were just talking about it a little. Um, <coughs> excuse me was uh, just another piece of uh, fun news where there was a uh, a new machine created that uh, sorts magic cards. (laughs) Robo-sorting. This is a robot that automatically sorts and prices cards from Magic the Gathering. Um, This was created by Sorting Robotics, uh, uh, a company in Y Combinator's winter 2019 class. Uh, it's a robot that you can load up the magic cards, so up to so, a thousand magic cards, and it, it'll automatically sort them. It'll look up their values and give you all that data in a spreadsheet. And you can change the criteria if you want as well.
0: There's a pretty cool video
1: of it online that you said found too. Yeah, you can watch the machine actually sorting its uh, cards in the different little slots here. And I, I guess the system that he uses is a pneumatic system to, to pick it up and, and move it around so it, it doesn't damage the cards
0: or get it dirty or anything like that. Apparently guaranteed not to damage the cards, and they will pay you the value of the yeah. cards if they're damaged, which I thought was kind of cool. That is,
1: that is pretty cool. I, I'm surprised that we haven't seen robots like this before. Or even, yeah. or even like a, I always and I've looked into this myself a little bit because I, I thought I'd be curious – an actual like deck shuffling machine. Like some sort of deck shuffler for Magic well, cards. They do have uh, sh- card shufflers. They have card shufflers, but nothing specific for Magic cards. Mm. Hmm. I know there's always complaints about, oh, my deck hasn't shuffled very well, or I, you know, no matter all the the shuffling technique techniques that I use, it still doesn't seem to do any work. Or,
0: uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah.
1: So these were also, it was also developed by uh, some previous NASA en- engineers, so you, you know some brains went into this machine.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know what else, uh, the, the you know who else helped was the guy that designed the card sorting app that was used by, uh, I believe it was Card Kingdom, where yeah. you could uh, send your cards into them, it would, uh, it would snap a snapshot of like, all the cards laid out, and instantly ID them and uh, prepare prepare them for sending in. Very cool. So, yeah. yeah, the app worked great too. I believe Scryfall, I believe uh, TCG Player uses some some Absolutely. version of that yeah, I as think well. They do it yep. It's pretty neat. And um, but you know what? I wish they. I wish they. Well, I can't remember if we talked about that before, but um, I wish they. Um, could use it to sell your cards on TCG Player. Like, boom, it would like produce a list of all the cards that you had for sale. But it's only to send people on their buy oh, list. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it basically snaps all your cards, and then it'll say, like, oh, uh, Core TCG will buy your X, Y, and Z card for $3. Uh, so it's basically only to sell your cards to their buy list, but not to sell them to the public. So. Uh-huh basically like oh do you want to sell your cards for uh 30, uh-uh. 30 cents on the dollar to us we'll we'll do that deal but yeah. if you want to sell it to the public the app won't help you oh but it would have extremely effectively automated the selling of cards i mean i gotta tell you if it worked i would be selling boatloads of cards on tcg player if i could just lay them all out and scan them with the phone sure. instantly. And I tell you, the scanning technology was fantastic on the phone. Like, okay. it ID'd cards instantly. And it was like, you couldn't pull the cards in front of the car. You couldn't put the cards in front of the phone fast enough. That's how quick the scanning that's awesome. was. I, well, you know, I'm sure,
1: you know, we got the technology. You know, that's just going to get more and more of that. And it's going to get better. And it's going to be able to do things like you just said. Yeah. yeah. You know. So someone I, will have it available.
0: I think it's a great idea. I mean, come on. Awesome, you know. You yeah. would think TCG Player would would activate that capability for their website for that purpose. That's how they make money,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know why it's only useful for um people wanting to uh, sell cards to buy lists on TCG Player. Yeah, um, heck yeah! I have a seller's account. I want to sell my cards to the people. Power to the people! <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to give power to the people too much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently.
1: <laughs> it's dangerous <laughs> exactly so the, uh, there's no price tag yet on the uh,
0: the machine so uh, or at least no yeah. no listed price no it was listed a, price yeah it was one of those uh, I don't uh, contact us gonna... if you're a store you can have one kind of thing exactly. for a certain price pa- case by case basis I think is how they phrase yeah, yeah. yeah. so
1: so you're probably not going to be able to rush off and buy one right away. but <laughs> Exactly. You can think about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was a pretty cool video, so it might be worth yeah,
1: it. Check it out. I'll post it on the site. Uh, take a look. I've, all the news items I try to post on there as well. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. So you want to wrap things up with maybe a, a pick or two? And uh, yeah, I think it's about a,
0: time. Yeah. yeah definitely
1: Chatted for a while a, here, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah. We've been rambling on for some time. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of news this week. I'm yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I do have, a I do have a fun pick this week and, <laughs> um, it's, uh, I was been going through some of the battle bond cards lately and, uh, and, uh, whoa, did I just unplug the mic? No. And, um, and as such, I have found uh, some interesting uh, battle bond stuff and it's a reprint that hasn't been reprinted for um quite a while I want to say the original was um, goodness let me look back here the original was view all versions it's been a long time it was dark steel
1: and dark
0: uh, steel it, only been reprinted this one time in Battlebond. It's a very fun card. And um, it, it's it's kind of neat. I, I had honestly uh, forgotten about it. And it's a two-mana artifact, and it's called the Genesis Chamber. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Genesis Chamber says, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, produce a 1-1 one, one colorless mirror uh, artifact creature token. So... Any time a creature pops into play, or an, a non-token, boom, you create a free token. And this is only a two-mana casting cost artifact. Yeah. So it can go in a lot of decks. could go in, you know, I don't know, I think it's a really fun card. Uh, yeah, and, you could do a lot with that. Yeah, and uh, since it's been reprinted, the uh, so the pricing before the reprint was, um, let's see, uh, 60, 68 cents. Okay. And um, the reprint smashed it down to uh, fourteen cents. Ooh! Wow. So um, <laughs> for fourteen cents, that's a that's a. You, I don't think you're you're gonna lose money on that. This yeah. one just seems fun to me, and it seems like it could. You know, I could see it going back up to fifty cents pretty easy if yeah, it doesn't sure. be a reprint for a while. You know. So I, mean, I, thought, that, I thought that was kind of a fun card. Yeah. Get a creature. Get a free mirror. So. Yeah. No. That's right. my. Uh, my pick for the pick for the week. Very
1: cool. Um, my pick is I, I'm still on my big list of Ravnica Legions things that I, I think are are good cards. Uh, this one I was shocked about how much it popped up in the pre-release and how people had multiple copies of it. You're like uh, ah, how? Would, I was like, there's no way <laughs> you'd have more than too. one, but it, people had one or more, and that is the uh, the Growth Chamber Guardian. He is a uh, a green creature. He's one colorless, one green for 2-2. Great deal. And he has an adapt of two. Well, he adapts two. You pay uh, two colorless, one green. Uh, But the bonus of him is whenever one or more plus one plus counters are put on him, you may search your library for another card with the same name, reveal it, and put it into your hand.
0: Uh, so that kind is so of cheesy like, when you see people with more than one, and it's yeah. rare. Yeah. They're
1: like, how did this happen? How did that happen?
0: <laughs>
1: so, uh, so I mean, it's great because he gets bigger, and you get another copy of him. Uh, so yeah. if you've got several in your deck, I mean, he's just gonna come out, and he's gonna come quick. I mean, you're talking turn two, he could come out. You can certainly get him out faster than that, but probably turn well, yeah, turn two, I think is. Probably yeah. about those, I'm thinking even with acceleration. But you could certainly do his adapt by turn three. So you're talking a 3-3, three, three, turn three. You've already got another copy of him in your hand now. Um, just really good. Really yeah. good.
0: You know, every once in a while, I toy with the idea of making a deck that's, that's the same type of thing, where when you play a dude, you get a dude of the same name. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of uh, green cards that do it and a couple of white cards that do it. The, uh,
1: Lodgenhogs comes to mind
0: for me in the white. Yep, yep. There's also another green one, some kind of Serotid, I think, that does it from, uh, where it's like a 3-3 three, three creature for each one of these with the same name and okay. uh, in play. So it's like three-three-six-six-nine, and, um, there's a couple of them in green and white. And, yeah. um, seems to me like that'd be kind of a fun, fun thing. It's just, yeah. it's not powerful enough to really win, but, um, still might be kind of fun to build around that somehow. Absolutely. You know? I, I
1: think that's good. I, I think it's definitely
0: uh, got potential. I mean, I remember
1: Squadron Hawks. So that was a thing. Like... Yeah,
0: oh, God damn, Because you'd stick those freaking sort of uh, light and shadows. Not the light and shadows. It would be the green-blue one. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, gosh, those, uh, those mirrored and swords would go on the Squadron Hawk and just rip face. You know? Oh, yeah. I and mean... then Jace the Mind Sculptor would show up in that deck all over. That was the, uh, the cargo. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And the cobblade. oh boy. Yeah, cool. yeah, the Squadron Hawk. Mm. Yeah, Cause, yeah um, because he'd become a 1-1 flyer, would become a 3-3 flyer that made your enemy discard a card and gave you lifelink.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Well, and the Hawk was even better because he didn't just search for one Hawk. He searched for three other Hawk.
0: Yeah, he could get as many as he
1: wanted. <laughs> so that's pretty good. I mean, he was only a 1-1 flyer himself. But like you said, you put some artifact on him, and then he's
0: a real big threat. Yeah, he was. He was. Oh gosh, it was just value all day with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. Who cares
0: if you lose him? You got another one. You got another two.
1: You got exactly. another three. <laughs> yep. And you've got him in your hand. Even yeah. better. Just ready to go. Yeah. So. Uh, the you know nice. the the growth chamber uh, guy might not be quite. The ghost Shaper Guardian may not be quite as good as him, but he's still pretty good. he is oh yeah Excuse me, a little heftier on the price tag too. He's going for about uh, three dollars right now, oh wow, so yeah, he is not uh not too shabby nice so uh yeah, I can definitely see him getting some play uh we're looking in an adapt decks uh green green value kind of decks um yeah, I could see him going up maybe to four or so
0: yeah kind of neat just depends on how well the adapt does yeah you know yeah. it's kind of what it comes down to exactly. but I will say some of those adapt decks online have been pretty pretty beefy
1: they're pretty, pretty, pretty potent. potent we've seen so many you know yeah, uh, good. plus one plus one counter effects and you know especially now recently with all green and blue things yeah. uh, really you know a lot of potential there
0: absolutely
1: for something to break out if he was a merfolk,
0: man, oh, boy, gone that'd be it.
1: crazy. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that would be the stuff. He
1: is a, well. He is an elf, I guess, but he's an elf crab. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he's a warrior, so there's something there.
0: That's know. true. He's one of the try. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So maybe a home in an elf deck. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah.
1: So uh, Genesis good. Chamber and uh, Growth Chamber Guardian are your, your picks for this week. So That's right. go pick up. Very, Very
0: good. good. Very
1: good. So as always, you know, check us out online on uh, YouTube and uh, on the site itself, NG Profits. and always may your picks always be profitable. All right. All right. Have a good one. Take it easy, everyone. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.